Hey, everyone. I am back. I am safe. And I'm here to talk some soccer with you, I guess, and whatever else we can think of. Uh, we're going to definitely be here to try and help walk you through uh, these crazy times that we are currently going through as Americans and as people of this world. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And it's in. Darwin Jones with the response for Orange County. And it is a massive one. Austin Bold dominant in the last 10 Forrester in the middle now. Gets around a few defenders. Forrester with the outside of the foot. What a strike by Mary Forrester. It's the opening goal for Orange County. Heads it down. Back post. Opportunity and a goal. A beautiful goal by Orange County. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast presented by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. We are the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you almost each and every episode as we discuss all things Orange County Soccer Club. Uh, joining me as he does each and every episode. Actually, I think now he has more episodes under his belt than I do. And thanks for covering for me last week. That's Dylan from Counterline Coalition. Dylan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Um, I'm feeling well. Um, as far as I know, to my knowledge, I have not been exposed, but I'm sheltering in place anyway. Um, and yeah, I feel really great being the longest serving member of the Orange and Black Soccer cast in episodes now. So apologies to everyone for the garbage that was last week. Uh, Alan and I really tried. Um, but hey, now we have a lot of people, so it's going to be a good time. And I, I sort of strung it or, or sprung it on Dylan and Alan. Um, I actually sort of presented, you know, we can skip a week if if it's too difficult. And Dylan decided to say, nope, we need to do it. Uh, we just had the first match of the season. I'll handle uh, all the stuff that you do, Ray. I'll try and do my best. And uh, props to Dylan for for doing what he did. He actually did a really good job there um, on that. Uh, also, as always, we got Alan down in San Diego. Alan, how are you doing, man? Great. That is all. I'm doing great. <laughs> great. That is all. Um, also, we've got someone that's been on our show quite a few times. It's almost like he is an honorary member of the Orange and Black Soccer cast. He's definitely now outpaced John Macaluso, and that's Bradley Polanski up there in um, Reno. How are you doing, Bradley? I'm doing well. Uh, I sheltered in place today, but technically I'm an essential employee, so we'll see how that goes. I uh, I appreciate you coming on. I think there's going to be a lot more of these collaborations between podcasts during this downtime as we're trying to figure out what we can do. I know you were joking, Bradley, about maybe becoming a, t uh, a cooking show uh, here and there as we try and do this stuff. Uh, one other person I want to introduce, and it's going to be his first time joining us here on the podcast uh, when we decided to go keep things going. I wanted to reach out and find someone related to Orange County Soccer Club that can talk to us. And that's one of the newest members of your team, uh, that's Rob Kiernan. Uh, Rob, uh, can you hear us? I am. How are you guys? You okay? Yeah, no, we got you. Perfect. And I, I always have to ask this because I know on the press release 
they, they said your name is Rob, but I do see sometimes hearing about people uh, say Robbie. What is your preferred uh, first name? I get a lot of stick for this, but um, it's definitely Robbie. I think it has a nicer little ring to it, but um, I seem to get a bit of stick from everyone else back home. But um, yeah, I think we're going to stick with Robbie now. New chapter, so new name. All right, perfect. We will go with Robbie whenever we reference you. At least we'll try to remember that. Sometimes I'm very bad uh, for the first maybe two or three weeks and I, I mess things up. Uh, but we'll definitely try and go with Robbie there. Uh, first of all, thanks for taking some time and joining us here on the podcast. I know uh, things are probably a lot, uh, a bit crazy for you and for the team as a whole. Uh, how have you been holding up with all this craziness going on? Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And uh, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties we had earlier. Um, no, listen, it's been a little bit of a, um, a bit of a shock to us all, especially you know the, the new guys walking in. It's, it's all sort of come as a little bit of a surprise that we we wouldn't be you know in training every day and you know, building our season, you know, but actually maybe it gives us a bit more time to gel and hopefully a bit more time on the training field altogether um, before the, uh, the the games kick off again. Um, I suppose we're just in the in the same position as everyone else, just sort of waiting for the all clear and, and then, you know, it's a, it's a case of getting fit and getting sharp and maybe getting some practice games in before we, uh, we resume resume play. No, definitely get that. Uh, it's It's been crazy for everyone. I know uh, we heard Bradley just mention that he's sort of sheltered in place, but he's also an essential employee wherever it is that he works. Um, I, I've now had to remote work from home. I know for soccer, it's hard to do that unless you guys decide to jump on, you know, virtual and go like FIFA 20 or something like that and start playing some <laughs> matches that way. Um, but let's, yeah. let's talk about uh, just you as a player. How did you get started with soccer? Can you share like maybe your earliest memories of the sport or uh, as you probably call it football? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, it was it was my first memory of uh, of life. I, I suppose I was very young when I started. I actually joined um, Watford's academy at six years old. There wasn't actually a team for me at that age, so I was playing with the under tens because I was the youngest that he actually went to. Um, and then I saw myself sort of progress through that through that academy and uh, into the first team. Um, and then I sort of found myself on the road quite a lot. I, I was I moved up north at quite a young age, uh, north of England to Wigan Athletic and then tried to break in there was, was a young defender so I knew it was always going to be quite tough so uh, I found myself knocking on the manager's door and asking you know can I go on loan can I go and play someone's first team you know because I'm desperate for that, that opportunity um, and then from there I managed to sort of um, stay at a sort of high level in the championship um, went to Birmingham loan and then uh, I moved up to Rangers in Scotland um, and then I had opportunity uh, eight, nine years after moving up north. I thought, you know, it's, it's time for me to sort of go back home. Um, I got offered a contract with Southend United, who were in League One at the time, but we had real real prospects of, of going up. We had a, a good squad, but unfortunately that never materialised. And actually we, we didn't do that well at all. Um, and then I had a sort of an injury period where I was out of the game for a long time on my knees. So um managed to get back after that. And, um, you know, the time came where I thought, you know, I Personally, I feel like I want to go and create a new life for myself, a new environment. Um, and when the interest here, you know, came came to surface, it was a no-brainer for me. And I, I'm, you know, actually, although it's not been a great start, in just in terms of football, I'm, I'm very, very happy in, in the decision I've made. And everyone's been great to me, and I feel like I can really progress here and, and hopefully, uh, you know, be part of something that goes forward and and and, and improves the team. I hope so. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Just want to get back into into routine, I suppose. Oh, no, we're definitely looking forward to it also. And, 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 you know, after that one match that we got to see of you out there, you were probably one of the shining uh, moments or start shining players out there on the pitch for Orange County. 
Um, I, I know speaking to a lot of the fans, a lot of them looked at you. You were very solid back there and you were a big reason why Orange County was able to keep a clean sheet on that. Uh, what, what I guess intrigued you about coming out to, to Orange County? I know probably there's not much to be said or, or there's probably not a lot of coverage in uh, Europe or Great Britain or England uh, of this club. Uh, what is it that, uh, that brought you here? If I'm totally honest with you, the, the challenge of, of coming to a new, you know, new place, a new environment, you know, where I could maybe help some of the young lads who maybe haven't have, you know, had the experience that maybe I've had um, back in the UK, but also to to just give myself a new challenge, a fresh start. I, I mean, I've been in, playing football in England for you know since I was 16, and I felt like a new a new you know chapter was on the horizon, and I, I was desperate to make it happen. So. You know, I spoke to the manager and the staff in the background, and had a good, obviously, a link with Harry Forrester, who who had a big part in in helping me and just put me in touch with the right people at the time. And I remember Peter Nugent, who works at the club, he, he came to watch me play against Bolton, and from there we had some good contact. And it was just a case of manoeuvring myself out of my current club and the position they were in financially wasn't wasn't great. So I knew that maybe if I could offload my sort of wages onto that club, there might be a chance that they'd let me leave earlier than expected. Um, and, you know, they were good to me in, in terms of, you know, we shook hands and it was a, a case of, look, good luck with yourself and, you know, thanks for everything and you won't stand in your way. But for me, it was just it was just a chance to apply my trade in, in a new country, um, but, but also in a club where I felt like they really want to have a go and they really do want to build and they really want to take the club forward. I know that everyone in the back, in the backroom staff works tirelessly, you know, every day to see how well we can prove and I know it's probably not where at the level it wants to be and you know they openly say that but I want to be a, a big part of that and I want to help drive it forward as well on and off the pitch. Perfect I'm going to hand it off uh, Alan do you have any questions for Robbie? Yeah I think one of the questions we're always curious about is kind of level of play between kind of what goes on here and what it's a debate we like to have a lot um, but as someone who has experienced um some of the play in the United, the UK um, with Rangers and now coming out of the USL um, mm-hmm. and w- explain some of the differences in playing style, I guess. Um, and kind of, yeah, I mean, one, one thing that I've I really liked to, and if you don't get it a lot, especially in the level that I've been at, you know, most recently is there's a lot of technical players here. There's a lot of technical teams that want to play football on the ground, as opposed to probably what I'm used to back home where it's a lot more physical, Balls are just in the air a lot, and it's who can head it the most and who can, you know, keep clean sheets by being ugly at times. But here, it seems like people want to play the right way, which is very attractive for every footballer across. If you ask footballers up and down the country, in this country, and probably Europe, you know, what, what football would you like to play? And that would be, you know, passing football, you know, trying to build from the back and, and, and playing it, you know, how it should be on the floor, I suppose. What I've been used to is the complete opposite. It's, you know, who can have the biggest front man, the biggest target man, who can hold the ball up and create a fight and, you know, work off the scraps. And it's, it's, it is ugly football at times. There's no denying it. And um, one thing I've, you know, definitely seen here is from the, from the clips I've been watching on other, on other teams and, and the training that we're doing and, the, you know, the, the style of play that the gaffer wants to implement, it's definitely a football, a football team as opposed to, you know, a long ball team that we, we probably usually find in, in the UK. So that would be definitely a big thing. Um, also, I'd like—I I didn't realize how good these guys would be technically. You know, I see a lot of the a lot of the the USL boys, um, you know, aspiring to be you know you know the next level of MLS. But 
I feel like these guys, these young lads especially, they've got a real good chance because technically they're they're very good. And I also feel like they're a lot more advanced physically in terms of their, you know, just body strength at a young age. You know, I, I see a lot of these young lads who are, you know, early teens who are probably stronger than a lot of the lads that I've actually been with in changing rooms that are playing in, up and down the league in, the, in their first team. So I feel like that's definitely a big thing. Um, apart from that, you know, it's, it is similar in, in some ways and then it has it does have its uh, differences. You know, it's, it's hard to really judge so far because I only have had one game, but I can definitely feel that there's a lot more technical aspect involved and, and, and guys are trying to play the, the you know, the nice way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so far it's been, it's been interesting to see, but, you know, I think I'll be able to give you a bit more of a detailed uh, uh, review at the end of the season, maybe when I have a real good you know, variety of teams playing home and away. Uh, let me throw it over to you, Dylan. Do you have a question for Robbie? Yeah, um, and I'm going to get crucified for this, so my apologies. Um, you can blame any number of your teammates for this one, but um, would you like to sing Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's I Don't Care for us? <laughs> Do you know what? I thought I, I thought I had it in the bag, you know, my first my first day, and I thought... I've got this and then I actually stood up on the chair I had my music playing in the background and actually I, I actually didn't deliver as well as I thought I would so I think I'll leave that I think I'll leave that one tonight but maybe uh, maybe if you, if you I get a few rehearsals in I might be able to redeem myself probably have a few I, weeks I, off <laughs> I, will, I, I will say this yeah your teammates definitely uh, let Dylan and I know when we were at the season ticket holders events uh, uh, exactly how that sort of went and I think yeah. uh, once we found like out we started their, talking like to some of the other teammates <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll leave that one for them to, to ridicule me with. Um, and let me ask you this, because I know you had mentioned uh, that maybe potentially you're looking at a future uh, after playing on the field, maybe uh, getting into you know coaching and, and stuff of that. Is that something you're looking at maybe uh, taking back home or maybe staying out here, sort of like what Richard Chaplow has done and staying out in the States and, and yeah, no, coaching I that way? I would, yeah, I mean, I'd definitely like to, to do that out here. I'd love to give that a real go after my my, my day's playing. I don't think that's going to be anytime soon because so I feel like I've got years years ahead of me. But, you know, I'm always learning, always asking questions. You know, back home, I actually had a small small uh, training sort of academy where we took young kids that were, you know, just not quite at that level of academy boys, but were very close. And we, we tried to bridge that gap with them by, you know, taking technical sessions and really working on their weaknesses. And that's something that I'd like to do over here as well. So, um, you know, I definitely like to consider myself to be, you know, approachable by these young lads, you know, come and ask me things, you know, come and, you know, you know, I was, I was you, you know, I, I was that young boy that was trying to break in and, you know, I had my weaknesses and I asked the older lads, you know, you know we come do 10, 15 minutes of me after training, you, you know, will you work on my heading, will you work on my clearances, will you work on my, you know, decision making under pressure and all these things that, you know, you, you've got to go and ask because ultimately, you know, the, the older guys have done it. You know, we've all been in the same position. We're all in the same boat. Um, and I'd like to think that maybe, you know, my help, you know, will, will help some young lads. So definitely I'd like to give it a go and got some badges back home um, that we do as a scholar. And, and I'd like to extend those out here. And I spoke to Chappie recently and he flew over to Florida recently to complete another license. So, yeah, I'd definitely like to give it a go and um, and see where it takes me. No, that'd be definitely, that definitely would be cool. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of uh, young soccer players that just need the proper coaching. I, uh, you know, I coach a youth team and, and I'm always uh, trying to to teach them the right way to play as opposed to some of the other options that you have around here. Yeah. I, I want to throw, yeah. throw it over to Brad, Bradley. Um, you know, he's been sitting quietly. I don't know, if Bradley, if you have a question here for Robbie, just, so you know, Robbie, uh, Bradley is uh, 
a podcast host for one of our rival teams up there in Reno, uh, but they've become really good friends with us. We've, we've interacted with them quite a bit since we've started this thing. Uh, Bradley, you have anything for Robbie? Uh, yeah, I got a quick little question. Um, you know, the experience of, I'm sure, being on the road in England and Scotland is a lot different than being on the road in America. And I know you haven't really gotten the chance to uh, yeah, go on yeah, many road trips up here. Um, but how do you prepare differently for one of those, you know, almost halfway across the country trips for Texas uh, differently than you do in England, where it's what, like a couple hours drive? Yeah, I mean, listen, to be honest with you, I have no, uh, I have no knowledge of of how I'm going to be feeling just yet because I know that there's time zones, there's altitudes, there's different heats, there's there's everything to to consider. But I, I suppose for me, all of that that comes, you know, as part of as part of the job. But I feel like I feel like these guys and myself, hopefully included, are professional enough just to think, look, you know, okay, the preparation might be not you know as as perfect as i'd like it you know maybe i'm feeling a bit tired but you know that drilling that you get when that that, fight, that whistle goes and you know like okay it's work time let's just do what i've got to do and everything else you know can just you know stay stay on the back burner for a little bit you know i might be tired yeah i might be a little bit hot but this might you know this 90 minutes is all i really care about because i've been working on it all week leading up to it so listen i might struggle i'm not gonna sit here and think i'm invincible of course i'm not but I'd like to think that, uh, you know, when it comes to work time and mentally, I feel like I've probably done enough, you know, traveling my time to, um, you know, been in situations I'm not quite comfortable, but hopefully um, that will just sort of be, you know, part and parcel of it and I can, I can excel still. So listen, I'd, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, uh, I'm sure it's frustrating at times, you know, missing flights or, you know, flights getting canceled or delayed and, you know, it's, it's all that sort of stuff that comes with it. But, um, like I said, hopefully I'll be professional enough just to, to get through all that and, and, and do, do the business on the pitch. And, and what I want to do is I want to uh, ask you this question. This is for Dylan's upcoming uh, best-selling novel on how to cook vegetables uh, from soccer uh, players or football players. Uh, what's your favorite vegetable and uh, how do you like to prepare it? Okay, so I'm going to go for the roasted asparagus. Um I'm going to get my chopping board out. I'm going to uh, season it, salt and pepper, maybe a little bit of garlic salt, and then a nice bit of uh, brushed olive oil on, and then just 12 to 15 minutes, just nicely roasted. And that's that's a little favorite of mine, to be honest. Do you have roommates? <laughs> Hello? Do you have roommates? Oh, do I have roommates? <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, I think. <laughs> what was that question, Dylan? Oh, I think we all, I mean, someone's given a roasted asparagus recipe. I think we all know what's following. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, you know, uh, you can't go wrong with roasted asparagus. Uh, asparagus. Um, that's probably one of my favorites as well. And actually my two kids, that's, you know, seven and nine. That's one of their favorite vegetable seeds is, is roasted asparagus. Yeah, so definitely yeah. a good pick there. Um, really quick before we let you go, Robbie, uh, is there any other information or anything else you want to share with our listeners uh, as far as um, maybe... Yeah, I just I would just like I would just like to say, um, apart from my awful singing and my uh, asparagus choice, um, I would just like to say, listen, I've, I've, since I've been here, everyone's been been good as gold, not just to me, but to all the young lads that have come in and walked through the door. And I just I just I really do feel like it's a a place where you know everyone's looking after each other, and it's a real family vibe. So just from my just from my pers- you know personal uh, thank you, I'd like to just you know say we do really appreciate everything that everyone's doing for us and. You know, nothing seems to be too much of an ask for everyone, and it's, it really does make a difference to us all. So, you know, as a, a genuine thank you for that. And um, 
you know, hopefully we can uh, do the business on the pitch and, and make this one a, a real good go. So uh, hopefully I can be a part of that as well. So, you know, in advance, I'd like to say thanks. No, definitely. And we want to uh, say thank you for you taking some time this evening uh, to jump on the podcast with us. Uh, you know, like I said, yeah, we just sure. sort of reached out Anytime. to you last minute, said, hey, Robbie, can you join us? We we need someone and you are more than welcome to do so. So I um, or more than willing to do so. So I appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, hopefully once we get the season uh, rolling again, you know, the fans will get a chance to see you and the rest of the guys shine. This is where I'd like to say you can watch Robbie Ke- uh, Kiernan and the rest of the boys at our next match. But unfortunately, at this point, I'm not able to say that. So once again, thank you for for taking some time this evening uh, to speak with us and best of luck to you. Uh, once the season gets rolling, best, best of luck uh, to a great season here uh, in the States. No, great. Thanks so much, Gent. Thanks for your time as well. And I'll uh, hopefully speak soon. Perfect. Thank you so much. That's Robbie Kiernan, defender for your Orange County Soccer Club, taking time out of his, what, Tuesday evening. Uh, it's it's St. Paddy's Day. I don't know if, if he typically would celebrate that. I know um, the social media for Orange County Soccer Club went and tweeted a happy St. Paddy's Day. And there was a lot of uh, pushback from some of the newer fans that maybe come from that partnership with Rangers. Let me just say this. If any of you are listening that are Rangers fans and maybe are a little frustrated by that type of tweet, here in America, what St. St. Paddy's Day means is basically a, a, an excuse to drink and maybe eat some corned beef and cabbage and potatoes, and that's about it. We don't know anything about what St. Paddy's Day represents other than, really, I mean, it's it's this and, and Cinco, de, uh, Cinco de Mayo for U.S. is all about just drinking and eating some ethnic foods uh, that aren't your t- staple here in America. So uh, don't get upset, Rangers fans, if, if you you know hear us talking about St. Paddy's or anything like that. It's just a reason or excuse to drink. Um, oh, that was a, that was a pretty awesome interview there. Um, again, uh, I appreciate Robbie for jumping on here and taking some time to speak with us. Uh, anytime a, a player for the club or a coach for the club comes on and, and shares some of their time on this earth with us, it's, it's always pretty awesome. Um, like I said, uh, Robbie was probably a shining point for this team in that first match. Uh, correct, Dylan? Yeah, um, and I think his leadership is really evident, and he's not I – mean, he's an experienced player, but he's not like the, the slow Joshua Evald where he's going to get torched by dudes, some of the faster dudes in this league. I mean, he's still physically right there with them, and he's got that leadership, and he's not crazy like Alex Cronulli, So, I think his positioning um, is was, was very, it was very incredible. good. incredible, yeah. I mean, he can he can push up a little bit more. He's a, he's a really good ball playing option, and I just I don't think we've really had that since we had Thomas Yelnielsen a couple of years ago. No offense, I was, to almost, Walker I, Hume. <laughs> uh, I was almost going to jump to you really quick in the middle of that interview, uh, Bradley, when he's talking about like the physicality out in England. I'm like, probably uh, going to be ready for a match against Las Vegas Lights because that's pretty much the way they play, right? They just like to push and shove and and knock you to the ground. They don't really play that, I guess technical style that uh most of these u.s uh clubs play right i don't like talking about those brutes <laughs> he's they like that's all i'm gonna say about chance. it yeah, well, i like mean they, they have to do all these gimmicks but they just try I guess to create, one of the benefits go, they just go try to create i just think they just try to create chaos and just try to live in that chaos and if they win a game great if they draw a game great um but they just try to there's no it doesn't seem like there's a tactical approach is just we're going to wreak havoc and hopefully that puts you off enough that we can get some points and you know i guess one of the benefits of this postponement of the season is it probably will affect that midnight match that was 
so dreaded by at least a lot of the Orange County fans. I don't know, Bradley, I want to get your opinion on that because uh, I, I, I know you don't want to talk about this team, but what were your thoughts when you saw that Las Vegas was trying to do a midnight match uh, actually there was, at Cashman Stadium? I was actually more concerned about your guys' thoughts because I know that a lot of your guys' fans are like, you know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, soccer kids. Um, <laughs> but, Dylan, he's calling you out, man. Um, no, my honest to everything thoughts about it is I guess it's it's Vegas and that's not over the top midnight match. Sure, it's kind of like odd and weird, but that's not too over the top. Uh, it it just is weird because I know you guys when you had it on the schedule, you had that weird Wednesday game uh, right before it. But it's not. I don't know. It's they just do so many more worse things that regret, you know, require <laughs> me to, to comment 17 different jerseys, betting on your jerseys, uh, or putting a bid in for the highest winning Jersey gets designed. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, on Did their you put article, a design into that. I was just getting to that on their article. It says, if you're a Reno fan, you're probably too stupid to come up with an art with a thing. It oh. says that like, honest to God in the uh, article oh. that they posted. And I'm just yeah. sitting here like, is that really you, the team that you have? Is that what you want to show your fans? Is that's how you're going to talk to your, your rivals? Don't you guys all have Nevada up. educations, so I mean, pot calling kettle, right? Eh, I'm a hey, California. They have kid. UNLV, buddy. They have UNLV. <laughs> Fun Is love. That supposed to mean something. I don't know. No, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Does Alan have something good? He leaned forward. I think he's gonna no. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, he's the only one that he's the only, he's the only one that. Well, I guess you were there too, Dylan. But you and Alan were the only ones that really got to watch Las Vegas live this season so far. So it was a wonder goal, and all the rest of the shots were like from. Oh my god! Thirty, so bad. twenty-five, thirty yards out. It was like they were just trying to take some shots early, and hopefully one of them or two of them go in. Um. They'll score one of those. That's the one they're going to score this season, and they're never going to do that again. I mean, they have like one talented guy who can shoot from the outside, and or from outside the box. And I think maybe they're like, well, if he just takes like ten of those a game, one of them will go in, and then like, ah, uh, we might get some draws at one one. The only exciting part of that match was like what was going on off the pitch. I think for a lot of the match, so, um. I don't. I didn't even notice Charlie Adams scored. That's how much I was paying attention to the game on the pitch when it was live. I had to go back and watch it again. Um, unfortunately, um, yeah. If mm, you're, you're if, boring, Bradley, there, Alan. Sorry. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Vegas. Day. Vegas is yeah. boring. <laughs> that's that's unironically true. <laughs> uh, so, no, it's been a long day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now let's let's sort of switch topics here because I don't want to talk too much about Vegas on our podcast. Um, but you know, we we gotta sort of talk about this whole craziness going on in in America, in sports, in just the world, right? We talked about it. Uh, Bradley, you mentioned you were sort of self-quarantined or not self-quarantined, but uh uh what did you say? Uh, you 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 were staying away from the public today. There you go. You stayed at home. Uh, I know I, I believe Alan is currently not working uh, in his typical fashion. Um, I've been remoting no. in this week. We started it. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out. Here's the fun thing. I run off a Chromebook. Um, 
I work at University of California, Irvine, and there's no like proper way set up to VPN from a Chromebook into UC Irvine. Uh, so I've been trying to figure out how to get that going. I, I actually, my IT couldn't figure it out. I'm the one that actually figured out how to get it all connected and access the files I needed to. So props to me. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Um, Dylan, I think is still doing some things. I guess he, I saw him tweeting about some sports, uh, college, junior college, community college sports. No, nope. um, recently, but I'm sure that's all, that's all stopping also. Right, Dylan. Yeah. I, um, my school's all online now. Um, as is UCI and is every other public school, I think. Um, and then of course, when you work in sports and there's a pandemic that cancels all the sports, <laughs> it also means you don't have any work to do. So yeah, now most of my time is spent um, writing articles about coronavirus. I'm so over it, for guys. Who? For what? It's been three days for school. Um, well, let me, let me say hands. this, though. Uh, Now's a great time to pause the podcast feet, and wash your hands. Six feet distance. You know, luckily we do this thing remotely, so I think we all are within that six feet, uh, six foot, six feet of distance. Oh, no, I'm just other. outside your garage, right? I'm still about six feet from the door, so we're good. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do this. Uh, um, yeah, it's weird. I, and I think a lot of this is this is what's pretty interesting is no sports on TV. So, I mean, literally no sports. I mean, we can't, unless you want to go watch replays and stuff, which I guess with technology, you can do that now. You can go on ESPN Plus and watch all of last season's uh, matches from the USL championship season, which maybe I think a lot We're of us are start doing. It's painful enough. If, Just do 2018. <laughs> but um, I, I, I like this this camaraderie from a lot of the USL podcasts. I'm sure there's a lot of soccer podcasts around the world that are thinking this. But we all started communicating like, what are we going to do? Are we going to go on hiatus too? Or are we going to keep going? I know speaking with Alan, the Fairweather pod, they're planning on pushing through as, as best they can. I think Bradley, you know, up there in Reno, you guys are going to try and push through as much as you can. You're looking at doing some stuff, some interesting things. I know. The USL memes account was trying to start some sort of esports uh, FIFA 20 with a representation from all the USL championship teams. I think they're still struggling. And I, I don't think they're ever going to find every single team because you're never going to find a low dose uh, representative to play on either Xbox or PS4. Get the guy, so get the guy who threw probably, a beer, can, get the guy who threw a beer can on the field in Phoenix. He's, he was a low dose fan, that, allegedly. Was he? Uh, but I doubt yeah, he was allegedly. He's throwing his controller into the TV every time he concedes. <laughs> But I mean, I, I think everyone's trying to come up with things. I mean, we've committed to still trying to do this. Um, even if, if you think of it, I mean, with the way things are going, uh, you know, here in Orange County, everyone's pretty much locked down. The, the government said no, you know, public or private gatherings of any kind, unless it's your household gathering. So literally, if Dylan wanted to drive his, his motorcycle down here and join me for this podcast, we technically would be breaking the law. We could technically get imprisoned or fined for doing that because it would be a gathering of some sort other than our household. So um, we're, we're going to do our best to try and keep pushing along, um, create a distraction, just be a, a, an outlet for those of you that are missing sports, um, that have nothing better to do than listen to our amazing voices each and every week. We're going to continue doing it. We're going to figure out topics. We're going to figure out how to do this. If the, the FIFA 20 league somehow breaks through i'm gonna find a way to stream at least the games i'm playing on 
I might even ask Dylan and or Alan to jump on and they can do the play-by-play -play instead of the voices you hear in FIFA 20. Oh my God, we'll find yes, a way to, to have fun with this. Hey, you know what's funny is I even reached out to Mike Watts to see if he would be willing to jump on that. Um, I don't know if he quite can. Um, he probably has the time, but he he mentioned it might not go so well in the household. So, um, but you know, we're gonna try and keep things fun, keep things going. I know Bradley, you're you're trying to to put together something as well. You want to let our listeners know. I think you already yeah. shared with your listeners, but let our listeners know as well. Yeah. So um, we up here in Reno, specifically Matt Rafferty, myself, and uh, John Macaluso, and Reno eighteen sixty eight weekly. Uh, do not necessarily play FIFA. Uh, our game of choice is Rocket League. Um, so we're looking at doing kind of the same thing. Uh, Rocket League is a video game with, instead of humans, it's cars kicking a soccer ball or bumping into Pushing a soccer it. ball. Yeah. Um, and so our goal is to too, do, you know? yeah. Our goal is to try to do the same thing, but with Rocket League and looking to get anybody from most teams in the league. I don't know how expansive we're looking at doing. We're not, looking at the whole thing but uh we're starting at least with bgn uh hopefully that gets us through the first 30 days of this what are your thoughts dylan oh, are you gonna I mean, jump on that league yeah and i'm obviously excited i got uh, very little to do uh, now that sports are canceled like most of the, my work uh and my school work is non-existent at this point um so now i have all this time to play games and <laughs> um thankfully i'm one of those people um that doesn't have much of a life and the majority of my friends do not live near me so if i'm you know i'm usually playing video games anyway because that's how i interact with them and this is gonna be uh it's kind of like a sad loser's paradise really add me <laughs> we already are friends we've played rocket league before have we oh I don't he think forgot dylan that's how bad you were <laughs> No, that's how bad I am. Yeah. I, I, well, me, I can't um, aerial for anything. Well, I, I, let me say this, right? So I, and to step away from Rocket League really quick, this weekend, this upcoming weekend, would have been the match that the uh, San Diego Loyal traveled up to Orange County to play Orange County. Uh, I, I'm going to call us out publicly here on our podcast, Alan. Let's do a, a, a match on at game time. Maybe best two out of three. You could pick your – you could be Liverpool if you want. Uh, we'll go on to FIFA. Dylan can call the play-by-play. -play. We'll we'll stream it live. What do you think, Alan? I mean, you're you're probably gonna win because I always like cheat. I turn the opponent down to no, no. forty-eight instead of fifty. No, no. Here's here's what we'll do to make it fun. We will do no rules, FIFA. So we'll turn <laughs> off all the rules, and you can go like if you want a slide tackle from behind. It's all good, man. We could throw it that way to make it more fun, and I'm sure Dylan will have a blast trying to call that match. <laughs> I will. Your uh, your rosters are due an hour before game time. <laughs> I, uh, I am I'm happy cheat. to join in on this one. Yeah, see, Please. there we go. Uh, Dylan and Bradley could be our can be our play by plays for that match, and me and Alan will just do a rival match. We'll be Alan six will, feet uh, apart in the virtual game. Alan train. will represent. <laughs> Alan will represent San Diego Loyal playing as Liverpool, and I will represent Orange County playing as Tottenham, and we'll see uh, who wins the match. Uh, you ready for it, Alan? You down for it? Sure. I mean, why did you just yeah. handicap yourself, right? What's up? Why did you just handicap yourself? I I got to give Alan a chance. I mean, he plays FIFA what like once every thirty days or something. Like if that. Now, if it was football gonna... manager, if it was football manager, he would whip my butt. But this is a, a <laughs> FIFA twenty. Uh, we have been playing Cuphead a lot lately, so I'll have to like 
I'll have to do some tune-up. I'll do some preseason matches. I am definitely not match fit <laughs> on FIFA for sure. Um, Remember to turn those rules off. That's going to be our, even our, have, our thing. No rules. I don't, do you have FIFA 19? What do you have? I have 19. If you want to go 19, that's when Tottenham was better anyways. I don't have 20. I sh- I've been waiting right. to get 20, but I'm the guy who buys video games like three years afterwards when they're like $9.99. Get EA um, Pass. You probably would have had FIFA 20 by now. Um, <sighs> but no, we can, we can, hey, hey. I will give it to you. We'll go FIFA 19. We'll play it on FIFA 19. And again, we'll let Dylan Bradley, you want to join us and do the play by play with Dylan. Um, we'll do no rules. We'll turn off all the rules so you could do it, whatever you want, Alan. And we'll see who wins this match, man. I think it'll be something we'll, we'll, we'll stream it on, on all. We'll do it just like our podcast. We won't actually put it on <laughs> podcast form because it probably would be boring just to hear Dylan and Alan talking about Liverpool and Tottenham players all, you know, hour but we'll we'll stream it on all of our streaming at, uh, options so on youtube facebook twit uh twitch periscope we'll have it on there and, and it'll be a that's what we're event. already on <laughs> you gotta do you gotta you gotta work on your uh martin tyler alan smith commentaries three of the <laughs> best and that completes the wonderful hat trick uh, it's a day he'll never forget but it'll only be for away in celebration Yikes, if you get his right. angle to work in a digital game. So here's what we'll do. We'll do it. We'll, we'll set this up. Bradley, welcome to join uh, Dylan in the commentary booth if you want. Um, it'll We'll set it up for this Saturday. So I, I don't know if you're busy, Bradley, but if you want to join us for that, by all means, jump on it. And 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 we'll we'll do this. This will, instead of an Orange County versus San Diego match, we'll do a Orange County versus San Diego FIFA 20 match uh, with Alan representing San Diego and I'll represent Orange County. <laughs> It's gonna be terrible. That's right. I'll, I'll, what I'll else do, are like, they gonna I'll be watching? Like, Anyone that wants to watch sports on Saturday, what else I'll are they like, gonna be watching? I'll have to do like Liverpool, but I'll have to put like three at the back, so it's like a little bit more like legit as far as uh, how San Diego rolls and the five midfielders. It's gonna. I, I think that that would be way more fun. It's like just mess with the formation. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that's Orange County can do a four four two diamond. Yeah, Orange oh, County you know can roll four four two diamond. You know what we got to do to make it more realistic to USL is we just got to literally play the worst player at each position on those two teams and go that way. That might be fun. That might be fun. Yeah. Like find <laughs> and do no rules, but then Bradley and 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 Dylan won't know who it is that they're they're trying to talk about. It says in the core. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, if you guys, I'm just trying to make it easier for you guys because you guys are going to have a hard <laughs> job of having to call this match. Here comes Sadio Mane bounding down the left nope. wing as a Mane won't be playing. He's definitely not the worst player on Liverpool. <laughs> oh, I see. I want to play the kids. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, Little Charlie. Kids. I going to say, put, put everyone out of position. Can you turn up the uh, put Harry Kane and goalkeeper? Extra hurt? Yeah. No rules. Sure, extra we can do whatever we want, right? Go down like five yards stepping out of the tunnel. that so that'll be the plan so ladies and gentlemen if you're listening feel free to to look for our stream on saturday night as orange county hosts san diego loyal uh, on fifa 19 apparently because alan's too cheap to buy the newest one i am i'm i'm gonna i'm a teacher they don't pay us very much and i have to like figure out a whole new like how to teach kids through the internet that's gonna be terrible and how to how to teach band through the internet? Right, that's, that's, that's where now he can just mute it when they play, so it works out for his favor. Sounded great, kids. Keep it up. Now, I have kids who are like, I was out Friday. I don't have my instrument. I'm like, well, it's gonna be a long 
long couple months, buddy. Because I'm going to be passing out assignments. <laughs> Um, let me jump back to Bradley. Um, so if anyone is interested in representing uh, any of our BGM uh, f- friends are interested in representing their club for your Rocket League stuff, um, sh- how should they reach out to you or, or to let you know? Yeah, uh, reach out to me on Twitter is the best place. I I get the little notification on my phone. Uh, at P-A-L-O-N-T-H-E-S-K-Y, pal on the sky. Perfect. Um, what else can we talk about? I mean uh, – just so you know, upcoming on our podcast, it's going to be random stuff. I, I know we're joking. We push it back because we actually had stuff to talk about this week, but probably doing a beer episode, just talking about some good beers, maybe a beer tasting episode. Who, who the heck knows? Um, Bradley represent uh, or recommended. We're going to have to probably do some cooking shows. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll Dylan, we'll have to get your webcam finally turned on and you can actually show off some of these recipes we've learned from some of the players on how to cook vegetables um i'm, I'm not gonna so hopefully you have a, a um, hopefully you have a rice cooker or a veggie steamer or something like that you can use i'm not gonna subject the person uh <laughs> with whom i'm going to be quarantining with for the next month um to asparagus or maybe here's what we could do too is maybe we can uh, each pick uh, an excerpt from a book and read it on our podcast for our listeners maybe they'll enjoy that no one's gonna who knows? You're not going to read. You're going to read Green Eggs and Ham again. But I but I will put it through the translate machine like 30 times before Flower I Flower and hair. I hate it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a throwback to um, May 23rd of 2019. The date might be wrong, but it was the second to last weekend of May. How the heck do you have the date in your mind? I, I want to know that. Uh, my brain it is that, trash. It was, that, it was that memorable. Yeah, that's memorable. it. I hate it. So, Bradley, did you know you were signing up for this type of show when you decided to join us? <laughs> you know, honestly, I didn't expect anything else because uh, our shows are going to be the exact same thing. We're <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun. I, I'm thinking of all the troll things that we can do over the next couple weeks. <laughs> you know, if only if only we could get like, you know, all the, like the music rights and stuff where we can get them to, to wave those. We could like try and just rickroll every guest we get on here or, or something crazy funny like that. I, You know. We're going to have fun until soccer comes back on. And who knows that could, from what it sounds like now, it's sounding like it could be longer than just a month, which really sucks, but you know, it's sounding like it potentially can be, which we're going to, we're going to keep pushing through this. We're going to go through this. You know, we were planning on recording. We're going to do it. We're going to come up with crazy stuff. We might have to copy what fair weather does. We might have to copy what, what 1868 weekly does. We might have to just sort of steal ideas from each other, but we're going to make this work. um, And we're going to keep, entertaining you as best we can without soccer to actually talk about unless there's a random soccer league that still decided to play through all of this i don't know if anyone has researched is there a soccer league that is still playing at this moment i know that the a league played up until this last weekend but then new zealand and australia were both saying how they're shutting down borders so that's not a thing anymore so we'll figure this out we'll figure this out with you we're going to keep trying. Um, this is this is sports right now. This is what we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna keep things going. Um, let's get into some random thoughts. As as <laughs> I don't have any other soccer related stuff to talk to. Before we get to random thoughts, anyone else have any other soccer knowledge they want to drop? No, there's nothing. There's the. What is life? I, I need meaning in my life. I currently don't have it. Please DM me. <laughs> Ugh, read a book, Dylan. Come on. <laughs> I've been Come reading on, plenty of books. How do you think I have this 
wonderfully optimistic outlook upon life. I, I, I will say this, Dylan. I, I, I was getting worried for you because when I was going on and, and going on to our text string with me, you and Alan, you were very, there was very few responses from you. Um, I was actually really starting to get worried that that this whole pause from sports and soccer was was getting to you. Hopefully, we can keep you keep you sane and keep you happy with what we're going to do and and keep this thing going. And we're giving you a chance for your very first ever play by play live on national streaming, whatever um, international really. It's on Twitch. International, yeah. People yeah. in in I'm Afghanistan can listen if they want to. Don't know why they'd want to deal with Americans, but hey, sure. Ours is up. That was the best way to put that. I agree. <laughs> oh, random thought time. Let me go to you, Alan. What's your random thought of the night? Um, I know it's crazy um, out there, but there's a lot of small businesses that uh, rely on some small margins. Uh, so if you have the opportunity to, if they're restaurants, they're still doing to go orders, um, buy some gift certificates and gift certificates. I have seen that idea out there as well. Uh, but just remember that we're kind of all in this together and we, um, we got to make sure we're helping each other out, picking each other up. And then, you know, if you have a, a friend or two that are living alone, make sure you're checking in on them and checking in on their mental health. Um, being isolated and socially distancing doesn't mean we can't chat with each other and hang out with each other, especially with technology now. Um, yeah. Hop on Google Hangouts, you know, do your thing, still have conversations, share a beer over the internet. Um, it's the new normal for right now, but we'll get through it together. And that's why these things are important to put out there so we can kind of keep the conversation going, keep the community going. Let me swing it over to Bradley. Bradley, random thought for the for the evening. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a little lighter. Um, so... If you know anything about me and anybody else up in Reno, we are nerds for 1868 Weekly. Uh, one game we are all looking forward to is perfect for the apocalypse that is happening now, and that's Animal Crossing. Um, that comes out this Friday. It's this little cute game where you kind of like build a city. Um, <laughs> Dylan's calling me a nerd. Um, but you build a little city. It's cute. It's it's great. I don't know. It's just a good experience. And if you are more of the violent type, Doom also comes out this Friday. So basically you're saying you like to play Sims for kids. It's sure. It's a collectathon. Yes. It's adorable. I grew up playing it. You can judge <laughs> me all you want, Dylan. You know what? I played it at one point too on the GameCube, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah, make fun of you. Dylan, you can vouch for it then. Dylan was like probably two years old when that one came out. So he, he wouldn't really know. Um, <laughs> Dylan random thought. Wow. I've got a few. Um, I, my brain's been going overtime as I try and stay away from my parents. Um, where, where do we want to begin to a uh, random thought, a game suggestion or a poetry recommendation? I thought you would recommend infinite jest. We have the time. Just do, <laughs> just do whatever nice. Dylan. All right, everyone, uh, I challenge you to read War and Peace over the next seven days because we have nothing better to do. Um, you don't have time, trust me. No matter what you do, you will not have time. Um, my poetry recommendation is Robert Frost's The Sound of Trees, which the first five lines sum it all up uh, like any good poem. But 
it's a good one to think about. Um, maybe some of you are in an area that's a little more open right now and without cars driving by, it's nice and quiet. Um, that's not me. I live right off of a major road, so I'll never get to experience that. My other random, uh, my game recommendation is Cities Skylines um, to waste all of your time. Um, Brad's now calling me a nerd, which is very valid. This game is the worst game I've ever played. I cannot stop playing it. Um, please someone free me and or please someone send me photos of your city that you're growing. Um, you'll be able to find me on Twitter later on when we all tell it. And finally, my last random thought is truly obnoxious, but given, yes, I cannot count, Ray. When have we ever done anything right on this podcast? <laughs> um, with all this social distancing and all of this cleaning, are strip clubs clean? Jeez, it's random. That's, no, that that is random. Um, maybe go out on social media or go on our Twitter account. Tweet oh, at fuck. us and answer Dylan's question: Are strip clubs clean? He wants to know. Are strip clubs um, now? So clean anyone willing to go out and test it out? Of, apparently, if you're in Orange County, you can't do it. You you can't do this test because apparently uh, we're all on lockdown. But uh, if anyone wants to to research this for Dylan and and get back to us, let us know. Maybe go there. You know. Lick, lick the the pole or no, no or what no whatever. no I, no I know you're asking the question, Dylan. I just want to know your instant your rapid fire thought. Are they clean, Bradley? Yes or no? Uh, up here you want Reno. us to answer? Yeah. Well, and then other Nothing's people too. Nothing's clean in Reno. Really yeah. I mean, if we can't trust poker chips up here, can we really trust uh, other places? Litter bars. <laughs> Fair. Sure, call it that. What are your thoughts, Alan? Mr. Teacher. <laughs> I mean, do they have an A rating? I mean, pro- pro- probably. I mean, if they're serving $2 steaks, how dirty are can they, they wearing? Really be? Are they wearing gloves when they are doing whatever it is they're doing at that place? Then there's your answer. Um, <laughs> Dylan. What kind of strip clubs gloves. are you going to that you need gloves? The, <laughs> the no most touching. random, random thought ever award goes to Dylan. We're going to have to put that on our orange and black soccer guest awards this year. Dylan, you're a shoe in for that. Um, really quick. And I'm going to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Larry uh, from Caroline coalition. He wanted to sort of spread the word on this. And I know a lot of uh, retailers are doing this, but I, their target announced today that they are going to be actually uh, opening an hour early on Wednesdays for elderlies and people that maybe have health issues or whatnot to give them an opportunity to go into the store without the mass crowd to try and uh, grab what supplies they need. Now, it doesn't mean the supplies will be actually in stock, as many of you have gone around and have have noticed. Yeah, I said elderlies. You know, it it is what I said. Um, But, uh, you know, props to places like Target. I know other places are doing that. I just don't have the information in front of me. Um, But, you know, anyone that, any way that we can help those that maybe can't, deal with this type of pandemic. I know um, there was a mention of anyone that maybe is just sort of alone, go check in on them. Um, If anyone has the time, has the ability to help out. And if you have an extra, you know, few rolls of toilet paper and someone is really in need, try and share that. Don't hoard all these things. Don't take everything. There's no need for you to have one year supply of toilet paper. There's no need to have you for you to have 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer, like some dude in Tennessee or Kentucky has, um, share, help everyone. 
do what you can to help your neighbors and not think about just yourself. Um, you know, there's, there's no need for, for the, the crazy panic. Yes. You want to be prepared, but there's no need for you to have that much toilet paper, that much hand sanitizer, that much of whatever else is that you need. Um, make sure everyone else has the ability to access it. So that way we all can. And, and Ray, that. Ray, on that note, um, if you're buying like cereal and stuff, keep out, keep in mind when it says like WIC or Wix, uh, that's food stamps. So if you don't need that brand, try to buy some different brand that isn't. So people who are on those, uh, those food programs uh, have supplies that they can actually buy because they can't buy stuff that isn't notated that way. Uh, so just keep that in mind when you're shopping around. Uh, so instead of getting Cheerios uh, for breakfast, maybe you get something that they can't get and your kids might like it because it's probably sugary and terrible for them. Uh, but that way we can spread uh, the love around as far as what they can uh, get. And by all means, I'm going to say this, and I know we're a family show, and I know we tend to be really great. I'm not going to use any bad language, but I'm going to just say a big middle finger to those of you that are trying to profit off of this. Um, you are the ones that are causing all this panic and all this craziness um, and that are making it hard for those that really need things and they can't find things um, at stores and food and, and all this fun stuff. So I, I hate to be that person, but I'm going to have to do it because it's just it's frustrating. Um, really quick, Bradley, uh, let's get back to some happy stuff. Let's share with our listeners if they want to follow you, if they want to listen to you and your podcast, where they can find all that, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Like I said earlier at pal in the sky and, uh, you can find 1868 weekly at 1868 weekly, basically anywhere. Basically anywhere. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you guys can all find me on Twitter at wash your hands and don't touch your face. Just kidding. Um, it's actually at OCSC underscore Dylan. Uh, you can also find me on Reddit slash U slash OCSC underscore Dylan. Alex? DM me if you want to uh, play a game. Alan, oh, what I about will. you? You can find me at a Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. Perfect. And you can find me um, on Twitter at DJ Ray Samora. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast. Look for us on Facebook. Just search Orange and Black SoccerCast. You'll find us. Um, go to our website, or, um, OCSCpodcast.com. You can find all of our episodes, any news that we post, any information like that. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to go back and listen to some of our older episodes, you can find all that there as well. You can also find our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Um, I want to thank our guest, uh, Robbie Kiernan, for taking his time out this evening to join us and speak with us and share some stuff with uh, our listeners. Also, Bradley Polanski up there in – or Polanski. I keep saying Polanski. I don't know why it's I say it like It's all good. That. Bradley Polanski up there in Reno from 1868 Weekly for taking some time and spending some time with us. I'm sure we're going to be doing this more often. I'm, you know, If you want any of us to join you guys on 1868 Weekly, I'm sure – uh, Dylan and Alan will be willing to, to take their time to do that, especially Dylan, because apparently he doesn't have anything else to do. Um, for Dylan, for Alan, um, I want to say thank you. Also, uh, I'm going to hand it off to you, Alan, really quick to do the Icarus FC plug because I don't have that in front of me, um, and you probably have it memorized by now. He doesn't. Tired, tired of those <laughs> same cookie-cutter kits by Nike and Adidas? He has. Check out Icarus FC for all of your kit needs from Icarus FC put me on the spot hardcore you let me know I would have totally totally googled this 
or oh, we're doing the bgnfm.com because uh, it's proud it's right, right now, Alan. Because it's like right, it's, it's like right here. Hold on, scrolling, panning, scrolling, panning, scrolling, sponsorship rules. All right, here we go. <laughs> Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cut templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. And we will eventually get that thrown into our recorded outro. Um, I'm working on getting that done, so we'll have that soon. So you won't have to do that anymore, Alan. Um, This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. And our outro is not playing. All right, let's try this one more time. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. You have been listening to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. For the latest Orange County SC news and information, visit our website, ocscpodcast.com. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and U.S. soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com.